I cough up a fur ball every now and again. Yeah. It was un it was it wasn't pretty. Yeah. There's like a, a person on TikTok was making they they make like dad jokes and meow was one of them. But the other one was uh this girl, she was like, I'll tell you my password. Wong Fallis Wong. What? <laughs> For Forrest Gump. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I get it. Okay. Well, anyway, so that's a rough start. Thanks, Mitch. Welcome to the Nerd Brand Podcast. Do you have one, two, three, four as your password? Well, I have a movie that you need to watch. Run for okay. So, now I got it. I'm you with know, you. it's not funny when you have to explain the joke. <laughs> yeah, Jenna. It, does, it doesn't work. <laughs> if you have to explain the punchline. <laughs> anyway, toddlers eat passwords like yours for breakfast. Um, have you ever found a password that somebody was using and you're just like, really? That's it? That's not good. Anybody? Everybody ever had that? Everybody ever have one? Oh, don't say it, but... Well, I think probably when we all first started having to use them, they probably were all pretty... Yeah. They, like mom. <laughs> yeah. We're just using the same one for yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. I've fallen... I've, yeah. I, I used to fall into that trap. I was talking to some IT guys. They were going to be uh, part of the live studio audience coming up. One of them's got COVID, so he's in, you know, quarantining. So I was like, thank you. <laughs> um, but... As I told him, I said, yeah, we're going to talk about this. He was like, man, we found this one lady. She's like, it's her son's name and the number one. And he's, he just, he just had to tell her, you can't do that for your network. That's not good. That's going to be easy to find. So a lot of the complaints that I see is like people are like, dealing with it is an awful, it's awful to deal with it because, you know, you you have to have so many, and you just brought up a good point. It's like using the same one over and over. How do you keep track of them all? Right. Who, who, who uses sticky notes a lot? I used to use sticky notes and then phone, like with Apple, they have the notes option, but you mm-hmm. have to make sure those are secure. Mm-hmm. So just like a whole different rabbit hole of different options. I started using an app called Dashlane, and it holds all of your passwords. The only important thing to remember is the password to get into Dashlane. <laughs> there you go. Good point. Don't and for those listening, if you're like, wait a minute, I heard her before. Bridget is back with us because <laughs> why not? Well, uh, that's the benefit of having a recording studio in your business. There you go. Yeah. I get to crash these. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Thanks so, for having me back. Yeah. Oh, it's great to have you back. It's good conversations. Uh, you and Mitch were having a very healthy conversation about art. Um, so, you know, art, food, we have a lot in cereal, cereal, cereal. Yeah. So Mitch has a new best friend. (laughs) So you can't have too many. Yeah. Uh, they aren't sharing passwords. Uh, last pass is something we had to start using and pick up because it was just, you know, we had so many from, from our stuff and from clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I almost forgot it. Like the main password. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, uh, so yeah, you kind of have to break down and use a sticky note, stick it somewhere, just put it in a lockbox. If that's your, what they call a master password. And I was like, man. Now with, with Apple, with the cloud, you can save your passwords using the cloud. Yeah. But you can, that, that's still, 
were you not around for the fappening that happened like five years ago? It was where all the celebrities and their nude photos got hacked and released on the web. I mean, this happened. I mean, I remember hearing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I worked in an engineering office. I did more than hear about it. Like there was a (laughs) group meeting that I walked into and I was like, we all talking about, Oh, (laughs) that's J law. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, those were all in the cloud. So it's not secured. Uh, even from that, um, it's just gotten to the point where, you know, you've got to be really, really aggressive now with your passwords and what they are like gobbledygook. They can't be like a, a word or anything at all related to you. Mm -hmm. It's like those suggested passwords, (laughs) right? With all the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then you have, uh, this is fun bit of information for those listening two step authentication that can be cookied on your browser. So you don't really want to do that. So now you have to go a step beyond that. And that's where you would like get a text message to your phone and you would enter in a six digit, you know, numerical code in order to access the app or your bank or whatever you're doing, or, you know, they send you a text message or you can use uh, the Google authenticator app. But at the end of the day, if you've been to that browser before, it'll say this thing like, remember my device. And a lot of people don't want to enter in and get that code. So they check that box and it remembers the device. So it kind of bypass or provides a bypass around the two-step authentication for hackers because you told it they can get the information. It's not going to ask for it. It's like um, we had that for IU Southeast where I went to school. And if you didn't have your phone on you, oh, that was like because you're in the computer room and your phone's in the dorm. You're just trying to print something off for class. Mm-hmm. It was just such a hassle. But I told a lot of people because it was a it wasn't like their actual desktop. Mm-hmm. It was the school's desktop and just the mm. number of passwords that were saved and usernames on that. Wow. Like, uh, these students, the IT department's going to have a field day with all of this. Because just, I'm like, okay, this is not mine. So you have to literally delete it all. But I'm like, this has this just easy access right here. Wow. To yeah. be hacked. Yeah. Google. Uh, so this will scare the crap out of people. Uh, so back in the day, well, it still does it. You know, Google will pre-fill forms. So one trick was to create a form that would ask for credit card information and hide it with code on the page, on the web page. So Google would fill out, they'd say you want to pre-fill the forms and people would save that information, right? But that form field is hidden on the web page. So visually you don't see that it has been pre-filled out. So now I have your credit card information and everything else that I need, but you just think you gave your email and name. So yeah. (laughs) My jaw's on the floor. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's like a lot of dangers to letting Google browser remember your password. Mm-hmm. Be very careful of those options that are in there. And it's the same thing with iOS and Android devices. They do a lot of things to help you, but you have to be very careful of that help because if it's there, it can be grabbed digitally. It can be scanned. Like I've always told people to watch the, the uh, documentary with Edward Snowden. Not the movie, even though the movie's fantastical and the actor's great. Watch the actual documentary because different stuff happens and he says different things that they can't put in a movie because people literally crap their pants. (laughs) One of them was, he said, yeah, we used to sit in a monitor and we would have two feeds that we would watch for drones. And one feed was observation. The other feed was kills. 
And the guy from the Guardian was like, wait, what do you mean that by that? Those were the ones used to assassinate. Wow. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what I mean. Go watch that. And then afterwards, turn your phone off and leave your house. <laughs> <laughs> Going off the grid. <laughs> yeah. Go um, live in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. It's, uh, I got a statistic. Websites usually get hacked because of the owners, just bad passwords. Uh, WordPress gets a bad rap for this, always has ever since, like, WordPress came out in 2003, had a major break in about two or three years later, and it was in, it was in its infancy. And it had a lot of releases for security in one month. It's kind of unheard of for a piece of software for a content management system. And ever since then, though, it's been dubbed, well, it's not secure. It's usually the password or the server where the site's hosted. That's the problem. Um, so 59% of Americans use a person's name or family member's birthday as a password. So there's a what's called a botnet, and it goes around and it finds a login screen for something. It can be for anything, a bank or whatever. And the algorithm hits it and smashes it until it tries to crack your password after first figuring out if, if the user exists on the site. And the creative way to do that in WordPress is WordPress generates author pages for all the content you've ever created. So your name is likely the URL. So it's slash author slash, for example, Mitch Gregory with a hyphen. Uh, that is not Mitch's username on our website. That's not how that works. Not how it should work, but it does by default. People don't know how to change that. So it goes to enumerate the user by seeing this and it scans the site just like Google scans pages and it finds that URL and it goes, I bet that's his username. So it plugs it into the username field and then it starts running a bot against the password field like you see in the movies and it's happening very quickly with thousands and thousands of IP addresses and it's called a botnet and that happens a lot. And we monitor sites and we can see like spikes and like we had one website that spiked to 17 uh, login attempts in like a day. And John was like, should we be concerned? I said, no, when it gets to be like 90 or 100, then I'll worry. And that's happened. And at that point, that's when I know that there's a bot that's hit it. It's not a person. It's just scanning for WordPress sites It's or whatever the platform and it's running its algorithm and it's trying to break in. But somebody sent it out there to do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's been around for years. I mean, you remember the Stuxnet, Stuxnet virus? Yep. Yeah, yep. back when yep. they spun up <laughs> Iran's centrifuges to the point they exploded. Yep. <laughs> that's what it was designed for, actually. Yeah. But then it kind of got, it kind of escaped out into the wild. <laughs> so it was started by somebody who dropped a thumb drive on the ground or something like that, and they plugged it into a computer. Oh, I wonder what's on here. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So that's kind of how that happened. So be very careful. <laughs> Bridge is looking at me like, this 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 podcast took a turn. <laughs> Frantically taking notes right now. <laughs> so yeah, so if you think you're secure, you're probably not. Um, which is well, it's always good to have like an IT person. So it's like two out of five people have had their identities hacked. Somebody here had something taken. My what? bank account got hacked. <laughs> yeah, that was about like what a month ago. That's a couple, well, it feels like a month ago, the way things go in this economy, but no, oh, it was actually a couple weeks ago, I, I think. Yeah, it was, it was fairly recent. I, uh, I was doing a budgeting sheet because I'm trying to be a responsible adult. <laughs> um, and I was in my bank account and just looking over my latest expenses. And it was a Sunday. And then it was Monday morning. And I had a notification from my bank saying, um, 
to like notifying me that too much too much money was withdrawn and i looked on it and it was negative 150 dollars, and i about had a stroke so just trying to get my bank connected and like uh, seeing that my seeing the latest expenses it looks like they were online orders through mm. places that i had know that i have not ever gone to like crocs and walmart uh online retailing and i'm like this is not mine so needless to say it got all taken care of but it's just a hassle you yeah. never know when your things are just going to be hacked so be careful yeah, yeah. My, door, my doordash account got hacked yeah one saturday morning i just started seeing alerts coming up from doordash and long story short i kept seeing these orders going out or being orders being confirmed to a number of different chinese restaurants in the San Francisco Bay Area. Wow. Orders for like $80, $120. I mean, it was just one right after the other, right after the other. Uh, got in touch with DoorDash and the bank and said, okay, this is not me. I don't know how this is happening. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. very, they're very slick. It's, it's more than just the accounts. It's, it's more than just the things you immediately think of. They can get hacked. It's things like that. It's like the apps on your phone, mm-hmm. the accounts you have through those apps. They get hacked too, folks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, with you, Michaela, they were buying product you buy. Mm-hmm. One of the things about that that bothered me when I heard that was is that they have to have had information about her purchase behavior. And the funny thing is, is I was just at um, the Bluegrass Outlets maybe a couple weeks beforehand, and they have like Nike, uh, Converse, Vans, Crocs. And I mean, I had bought a pair of Vans, but somehow like a couple of weeks after that, there was, uh, th- that's one of the things that the hacker or whatever uh, bought off of uh, using my information, that and Converse and uh, Crocs. I'm like, what's with, sho- what's with all the shoes? Number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, what do you mean? What with all the Chinese food? <laughs> um, but, and then just random things off of Walmart, like $200 worth of stuff off of Walmart or off of like the online store. And I was like, I don't remember the last time I went to Walmart, but yeah, like it's using my consumer habits. So that was a scary thing too. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the information that's out there. I don't think people realize how much about you is out there. Oh yeah. And that's why I like you always see in the news, the concerns with, uh, with, with privacy today, but it's not, it's not like it's something that, I mean, if I spent $25 with one of those, services i could find all kinds of information i can find if you've ever been arrested i could find out all kinds of stuff as an employer i have access to these things through you know payroll companies but i mean you can imagine if they have that ability to do that what does somebody who has more malicious intent what can they find and do to be honest though that information has always been publicly available but you used to have to physically get up out of your chair get into your car drive down to the department of records (laughs) rifle through a whole bunch of physical file folders and yeah, yeah. Now you just like Google. Now click a few times. Technology. Yeah, you have to go like you have to go like really far past page one. We're like talking seven, eight, ten, but you can find it. There's some there's some scary stuff. I don't recommend clicking any links that far in. <laughs> you can look too deep. Yeah, yeah. You can get too deep. It's not the dark web. You get into the dark web. It's the gray web. <laughs> yeah, it's more gray. But you get into the dark web. You got the FBI sitting in a van in your front yard. Probably they're probably like, excuse me. We want to know what's that for. Why are you looking at that website? 
I'm not going to ask. They're just going to haul you off and never be seen again. Yeah. Yeah. So Bridget, I appreciate you sticking around for this one. Oh, I'm always happy to be back. <laughs> yeah. I think you got a little bit of an experience of being like a live audience member at this point. Yeah. I'll be a guinea pig anytime. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we, uh, again, we appreciate uh, the route and being able to be here and record it. Uh, what is this? It's actually called The Nest. You guys have actually branded your studio here. Yes, we have. Um, It is a recording and post-production studio. So any creators looking to do podcasting, animation, video, photo, even VR, that's going to be available. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Because right across from us is another place, and that's where the actual editing suite is going to be built out. Yeah, so people like yourselves can bring in their own equipment, but then we will also provide some equipment for people that, um, that need it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, again, you can check them out at the rootworkspace.com. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook at the root cowork. There you go. You can check them out. You can check out our podcast at nerdbrandagency.com slash podcast, or you can go to nerdbrandpodcast.com, or you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, and all the other channels that you'd like to, to see. And, uh, I think that's pretty much going to cover uh, this episode now that we scared the crap out of everybody thoroughly. <laughs> Have a great weekend. <laughs> yeah. Take that with you home on the weekend. Go into the house and immediately unplug everything. But aside from all that, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Thank you for adding that. No matter what, everything everything will be okay. Just live your life. Yeah. Things happen. <laughs> crap happens. Everything will be okay. Yeah. And keep your nerd brand strong.